Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Speaking of famous people, you have said in some of your comedy that you went to high school with Meghan Markle. I did. Welcome back to That's a Gay Ass Podcast, a podcast that asks, whose fault is it that you're gay, that you're queer, whatever the fuck you ear? It is me, Eric Williams, and this week we have Danielle Perez on the podcast. You've seen her in Russian Doll, you've seen her in Curb Your Enthusiasm, and now you're seeing her on this gay ass fucking podcast. I do, um, I want to tell you all that I'm thinking about you. I'm thinking about you. Swifties. I'm thinking about you, concert goers. I personally cannot get myself to go to many a concert. I find it too taxing. But God, to the people who are waiting for eight, ten hours to maybe purchase $10,000 tickets to see Taylor in Tampa, I I say Godspeed. I say I'm here for you. And I, I truly love Taylor Swift. I, I'm not just trying to butter your Taylor biscuit. I love a Taylor, but you can't. it could not be me. We went and saw Muna in concert a few weeks ago concert was amazing we did show up at the time that the ticket said like fucking new beanas nubatrons they they got on stage two hours later but we learned we're learning we're listening i do want to get into this week's episode though because from that teaser you can tell the stakes are high i do ask her about going to high school with Meghan markle specifically because she's made a joke about doing theater with her as a theater fagatrini, I had to go there. We also talk about important American chain restaurants, doing some good journalism there, and many more gay things to follow. Speaking of following, follow along at Gay As Podcast. Follow me at Eric Wills. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts right now, do me a flavor and click the five-star review link button so we can continue to spread the gay ass gospel. Write a note and did you do it? You just did it. Thank you so much. Enjoy this episode. I love you. Danielle Perez is on That's a Gay Ass podcast. And I have to tell you, this is a get. You are the get. And thank you for coming on That's a Gay Ass podcast. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for making me feel like a get. <laughs> you are the guest. That's the get. And you better get 
not gone. Stay here. Um, so I want to tell you that I've been a fan of yours for a long time, and so much of your comedy is absolutely fabulous. I think one of the things that originally bonded me to you is that your love of brunch, and I want to thank you for your advocacy. Uh, you said famously that brunch is something for women and gay men because we bond over our love of wide-brimmed hats, wide-brimmed hats and dick. And I want to ask you, that was joke was that probably was like a year or so you made that. Do you still b- love both the wide-brimmed hat and the cock? I do. I love both. You know, um, White Lotus 2 is out, famously with Jennifer Coolidge. Famously. And I feel like she really exemplifies, like... <laughs> the love of dick and a wide-brimmed... And just a look. Yes. A look. She's turning looks. She's getting boozy at brunch. <laughs> she's wearing a wide rim hat. She is like, that's, I, I want. Did you that know for that? Um, did you see that SNL made fun of the wide brimmed hat recently? They did. They did some. So I was actually at a Shabbat dinner recently, uh, and a new friend who I find to be very stylish and gorgeous and fun, she said that the, like, the day that she posted a photo of her in a wide brimmed hat on social media, SNL did a sketch about how, um, every girl now has a wide-brimmed hat and it's and i think oh, it was amy schumer's episode and her hat got bigger and bigger and bigger <laughs> oh my god i'm pretty sure i know who wrote that sketch i oh, think that's jimmy fowley okay oh, we love jimmy fowley who love jimmy fowley i would love to get on this podcast have i emailed him and not heard back it's just not official but i will tell you that he's gonna do it some at some point I will he's gonna him. do it he i promise you he will um i am not his social media director or assistant in any but way do you but know, do you know those people so I did um, CBS Showcase with Jimmy, and he co-wrote both of the sketches that I was in, and that he had a sketch about a girl showing up with an insane hat, just trying to get people to, like, comment on the hat, and, like, no one would give it to her, you know? It's, like, very Jimmy Fowley. So I love funny. it. Does, does the um, making fun of the hat make you want to wear it any less, or do you say, fuck the haters? Fuck the haters. Yeah. Fuck the haters. If anything, I feel like it's making the the wide brim hat on trend. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're emboldened to wide brim hat it. Do you? So when you go to brunch, are you a boozy girl, or do you prefer just kind of sticking it into the bennies? I'm a boozy girl. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I love now that you know. I love going to brunch when a place has a program, a cocktail program. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, am I at the Met? Like, am I? am i sitting down right they tasting notes they tell you like what it's best like served with or enjoyed with okay so wait this is my next controversial question you go to brunch you get you drink maybe a fair amount of the the programming are you in a place where you're able to hook up with someone or are you in such need of a nap and questioning your life's choices Oh, it's definitely you're sending the text and then you get home and then you knock out. (laughs) (laughs) That's very much happened. (laughs) Getting like after brunch, just really excited. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to have a afternoon delight. Yes. (laughs) Just get home and pass out. Wake up at six o'clock. Like, is it is it day? Is it night? I don't know what I've done. And at that point, your breath is so nasty. You don't want anybody to come within a football no. field of you. I want there to be like a scientific study of how many sexts have gone out and then how many of those have translated to penetration or bodies rubbing. Like, I want to know. There's probably, I would dare I it's say a it's a small, small percentage. percentage. I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's around like 10 or less. 
It's oh, minuscule. Yeah, yeah. I was actually people gonna... just get bold. They just shoot their shot now at this point. You know what I mean? It's like... They do. But also people are lazy. Mm-hmm. They're textually confident and physically lazy. I I equate it to probably the same amount of Jewish people as there are in the world or the same amount of people that fuck after sexting. And I'm going to say that's like 2%. Oh, the population's only 2% Jewish people? I think so. I think it's like, what if I wasn't Jewish? Um, I, <laughs> I, know, I, I was no, like, I, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you see my last name, you're like, sorry, can I just ask a quick, can we stop <laughs> recording for a second? Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure it's like two. And then the fucking gall of, I, if I may bring my mother into this, the fucking gall of my mom when I was first like dating people for her to say she would prefer for me to be with a Jewish guy. I'm like, I'm already at a minority in the world. Yeah, that's like, you like, have to knock like out a Jewish person. 98. And a gay person, and then half of that, right? Exactly, and a lot of a lot of people who listen to this podcast are gay Jews. And let me tell you, gay Jews, we, I love you, we, I am you, but there aren't a ton of us. And so, like, I do know gay Jews who have married each other, but of course, that's a vast minority compared to all the other married couples, gay couples I know that have a Jewish partner. Like, you have to throw a mixer, a gay Jew, <sighs> gay ass pod mixer. A mix and Wait, mingle. Someone did. Someone did um, DM me recently that they think I should do matchmaking on this podcast, oh and I think it's. I my biggest dream is to be a Yenta. Do it. My husband makes fun of me because I have a, a zero for twelve track record. I've never successfully <laughs> set anyone up, but I've I've sent people on dates. But I listen. I, I shouldn't. You can I, set me up. Oh my god! What's your type? Um, <laughs> my type is. Oh, it's terrible. It's funny. It's comedians. Isn't it? It's terrible. Oh, Do you know no, what I mean? So I know. It's very bad. It's very bad. You like funny people who... I like who funny people. <laughs> ...tend to treat others poorly in their personal yeah. lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what if you met someone that was very corporate, but also like the funny friend in their group? Is that okay? That's okay. As long as they don't have any aspirations to be funny. <laughs> to be a performer. To be okay. funny in a professional setting. <laughs> Because that would be devastating if they're like, you inspired me, and they, they quit their job. I have dated um, people who low-key want to be funny professionally, and then it's like, oh, no, I find out too late, and it's like, absolutely not. Okay, dark side of stuff. I got to say, if ever Matt and I have had some tension because we first met as performers, but now he is out of the biz and doing his marketing dream, and Ooh. I'm so thankful for that. However, he might come up with a funny bit, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to steal that, and then he gets mad that I'm going to steal it, and I was like, Baby girl, if I steal your bit and it does well, it's putting food on both of right? our tables. Right? That's How for the community. This is That's a dual income. Project. Right? Hello? <laughs> That's how you stay a power couple. Thank you for saying that. And I hope he's listening. Uh, he never does. I'm kidding. He does. But I, I hope that I hope that um, I hope he's listening. Matt, give me your bits and then give me your bits, Ooh, bits um, on bits on bits. I love bits so much. Um, I do want to also give a huge shout out to one of your other favorite jokes. Uh, my favorite jokes of yours. You say uh, if one of your favorite parts of being disabled is that people ask if you're a veteran. <laughs> And I find that to be so stunning because it's. It, I equate it to when tall gay boys are asked in middle school if they are the best at basketball. It's a sweetheart. <laughs> oh, no, honey, this is... You're barking up the wrong tall tree. Wow. It's like, that's so great that you can observe one thing about me and then just, like, infer all of this other information with no... Like, I'm giving you nothing. Like, nothing. <laughs> As Winnie Houston once says, I have nothing, nothing. Nothing. nothing.
and oh, I don't. I mean, truly, the things that people say. Have you been asked this recently, or is it hopefully people are realizing that they'll be canceled faster than they can say <laughs> Navy? <laughs> the Rihanna Navy. No. Uh, yeah. No. People are. They do it less now, but that's because I'm out and about less in the real world. You know. Sure. Limiting my interactions. The COVID still. And why would we go out in the world? It's just what's out there besides. <sighs> fresh air at times it's it's uh, we live in los angeles it's the air quality is it's never <laughs> it's always at a high alert babe that's why we babe. get these gorgeous sunsets <laughs> it's just all haze baby from the theo it's all aesthetics in los science. angeles it's a botulism <laughs> <Truly>. and aesthetics <laughs> Wait, that is so fucking true. I'm not joking. I had photos taken all of three hours ago because I have a very exciting project Ooh. coming out in a few months. And I'm not joking. The two weeks leading up to it, I was like freaking out if I had an ounce of sugar because I was worried of like my face looking big or whatever. And then a dear friend of mine said to me, Eric, people aren't looking at your photos for you to be hot they're looking at your photos to like just like see who like see you and like it's like you're are you the next marvel superhero and he said it and like truly the a way that spoke to me and like it was so real and so true and and kind i was like i know i i know that i am not a troll and i feel attractive i know that i'm handsome and blah 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 but i'm also not fucking insert who's who's the who's the hottest man you can think of right now that's like that um, like Hollywood. Oh, type. Michael B. Jordan. I'm not Michael B. Jordan. Like, like break I'm not a retainer. Gonna... Like in exactly. your mouth, Michael like, B. Jordan. Like, I am, you are not going to see my abs through my sweater. Do you know what I'm saying? And so, like, I am so at peace with that. And when he said that, I was like, you know what? I can be hot, but I also don't. I think it's L.A. I've only been here for one year, but that one year, I've have I have too many mirrors in my apartment. Oh, no, like, put mirrors over there, like, or put sheets over there. <laughs> I know, like I'm like I'm sitting yes. shiva. I truly like. I we had a friend come over who saw our fucking wall to wall, floor to ceiling mirror in our bedroom, and he was like, "Ooh, that looks like kind of sexy." And I was like, "You know, ten percent sexy, ninety percent body dysmorphia." It's truly, and the lighting is too good here. We have the lighting is yeah. In my living room, I have a uh, very large windows, lots of natural sunlight. It encourages Which we love. We're not complaining, we but we're also complaining. It encourages you to just spend a lot of time in the mirror. It's not. No, it's not. It's not productive. And it's and money on retinol, truly. <laughs> oh my god, I do microneedling. <gasps> I love. I've absolutely. Wait, is love. that something you have to do at a at an actual office that I go like to a like... dermatologist? But I'm pretty sure you can get it done at a med spa. You know. Wait, and is it like they like roll on your face? Or how so do they needle it's you? like a needle, right? It's for like collagen, like redevelopment and stuff. So like it punctures you and it's like a motorized oh. needle. They run it over you fast. They like numb your face with cream. It feels like oh. your face is being run through a sewing machine. Sure. And it sounds like it. Um, but legit, <laughs> it very much works. Like it's like helped like my skin texture, like straight up, like those are things that cannot be achieved with serums and creams straight up. Wow. Yeah. And just like hyperpigmentation. After you're needled? No, like after you're needled, you feel like a little raw, but then you just kind of feel like you have a sunburn a little bit. And it's like three days downtime. Wow. This is it's a legit. this is a plug for micro needling. Mm-hmm. This this episode brought to you by the sewing machine across your goddamn face. Yeah, I love it. You look stunning. Thank you're, you. The, the, it really is. Yeah. It's, whatever she's doing is working. Um, well, listen, I, I feel like 
this is a logical next step to ask you about your roots. Speaking of the needle <laughs> penetrating your skin. <laughs> Danielle Perez, whose fault is it that you're queer? Or who do we blame? Who do we babe? blame? Is it society? Is it, <laughs> is it the movies? Is it the media? No. Um, honestly, it's my neighbor's fault. <laughs> okay, I'm on the edge of my gosh darn seat. <laughs> I grew up in Mount Washington in Los Angeles in like the 80s, 90s, and like all of my neighbors were like older gay couples. So like growing <gasps> up, I had like Gina and Irma across the street and Barney and Larry. And like literally my sister and I were the only children. <laughs> it was just all so these- So it's you and a bunch of elder gays. Elder gays just having like fabulous cocktail parties and like, you know, one's an artist and one works in accounting and like a lot of them work for Disney. Just a Literally, lot of architects. Tracks, tracks. <laughs> you know? Did you say Barney and Ernie? Barney and Larry and Gene and Irma. Oh my! Well, I just turned it into a, a Muppet special. But wait a minute; these are iconic names. Were, so were you? Gene and Irma were, like lived in an A-frame. <laughs> of course they did. It, like it, 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 you turn the corner, their house is just Vermont. Yeah, it's like Birkenstocks at the door. Everything else is LA. Um, I'm so jealous, because, but you're honestly inspiring me because if and when we have kids, and I'm hoping that we can like afford to have a gorgeous home in LA, and like they just know fabulous queer people. How how what a cool life that you grew up in Mount Washington. It was, Were you friendly with these people? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, Gene and Irma, like, you know, I, they, like, came to, like, all of our, like, big events, you know? Oh. <laughs> big life events. But Barney and Larry, like, my mom and dad, like, went on vacation with them. And yeah. where they go? Palm Springs, Palm Springs, Hawaii. Barney and Stop. Larry were living. Yeah, Stop they had a Palm it. Springs home. Living. They had a place <gasps> in Hawaii. Barney and Larry Stop. were really it. Yeah. Are they still living in this same? No, neighborhood? both are no longer. They both yes. died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we can we have a moment of silence for for these Barney gorgeous gay neighbors? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make a speech. Is that is that okay? Mm-hmm. Barney and Larry. I want to thank you for taking Danielle under your gay wings and flying her to Palm Springs and Hawaii. Even if it was just her parents, I'm going to change it for this speech. You made her see that it's not only marriage between a man and a woman that matters, but it's really being stuck in Palm Springs in a Speedo with a Mai Tai and potentially seeing penetration across the pool. Love is love. Thank you. Love is love. Oh, I'm so happy for you and devastated for me that I, my, the fun, most fun neighbors I had were the Butterfields who once ran into their mailbox. Just kidding. I did it because I couldn't <laughs> drive in snow. Um, so, Excited for them. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was, a little, it was a little bit of drama on, the, I almost said the name of my parents' street. God, Doxum. <laughs> Doxum podcast release. <laughs> you have to change your security questions. <laughs> oh, my God. We were, I was joking the other day that, like, I'm so easy to get hacked because I just like to have conversation with people. I'm like, by the way, my childhood, my first pet's name. <laughs> My mom's maiden name. Yeah, I just volunteered. <laughs> the first give car that I had. <laughs> <laughs> Nissan Altima, bitch. Oh my god, I was a Nissan Maxima. Maximista. She went to TJ Maxx at her Nissan Maxima. I sure did. <laughs> wow. Wait. Can, um. Uh, so the the gay couple that passed away. <laughs> You're, like, <laughs> You're like, but how do we? 
continue learning more about Barney and Larry. You're like, that's so great that you're gay, Danielle. You're queer. Over you, Danielle. I just want to know about the A-frame, the A-frame girlies and the gay, the Palm Springs. Yeah, no, Barney and Larry, there was, um, I had just come back from college. It was like my first year back from college in the summer and there was like a block party. And I had martini in my hand, but like I spilled it. And that's when Larry told me, he's like, vodka doesn't stay. And I was like, oh my God, learning lesson. <sighs> like that lesson. is, you know. I cannot wait to be that gay person to one other person in this world. Just like to tell a 21 year old, you know, vodka doesn't stain. And they're, and they're, we're all going to feel so. I'll tell my fucking nephews. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Tell them. Tell them. Should I tell them now? The oldest one is four. I think you should. I think yeah. the sooner the better. <laughs> <laughs> Set them on the right path. But no, I think it was like, I didn't know they were gay. Like when I was little, mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, they're really nice. And then like, they, you're like, oh, they live with their best friend. Like, <laughs> truly. I was like, I can't sure. wait to live with my best friend. You know? <laughs> like, I love that seemed... so much. What a gorgeous, what a gorgeous environment to grow up around, truly. Did you then, your queerness, is it something that you embraced late in life? Or was it something that you always knew deep down since you were a kid? I embraced it late in life. I think that I started to like know in high school. But I think it was just, I think like, I also went to like an all girls Catholic high school. So I think it's like, kind of easier or more acceptable for like girls to be like, well, I have a kind of a crush on a girl, but like, you don't think it's, you kind of think, oh, I'll outgrow it or something like that. Or I just spend so much time with her. So I think that, you know, like you can kind of dismiss that if you're not like, I'm like horny for ladies, like all the, you know what I mean? Like if it's not that, um, And then in college, I like hooked up with some girls. And so it's like, I I feel like I was like, well, I'm bisexual because like, I think kind of everyone's bisexual to a degree, right? Like, you know what I mean? We're all like Mm -hmm, on a spectrum. mm -hmm. I don't, I think, sure, some people are like very extreme one way or the other, but I think in general, like most people are pretty queer or absolutely somewhere in the middle but then I think like kind of like the more I got to be like around gay and queer people like in San Francisco and stuff where it was like oh I don't want to like co-op anyone's identity right Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like if I'm not dating a woman or I think it's you know I'm attracted to people and not necessarily like I'm only horny for women do you know what I mean like it's kind of felt like if I wasn't like is by not is bisexuality real, but like, I didn't want to feel like I was like copping out and like and co-opting, you know? Sure, sure, sure. So I, I, I love that, you know, what you said before we were recording about how word queer, it feels good to you because it really encapsulates that you are into people and that it's not making you have to really choose or whatever <laughs> it is. And I think that eventually talking about like percentages of minorities, I think that the percentage of queer people is probably going to go up like almost indefinitely like don't you think like yeah if humans are around in i know if we survive if we survive, if we survive in like 200 years mother nature doesn't take us out <laughs> she doesn't I say think... actually we're done <laughs> she's gonna say it's a cut if she doesn't if she does if she gives us a sequel to this thing we call life i think that more and more people are going to touch bits and they're not going to worry what the bits are. Yeah, I I definitely agree. And I think that's just like the way that 
we now, you know, the language that we use and just how more open like our society is and like mm-hmm. the, just the greater understanding that we have like about sexuality and oh absolutely i think that that just like helps it only helps everyone be more gay everyone be more gay we're making that merch that's um, hopefully hopefully <laughs> be more okay gay. Co-opting <laughs> um speaking of being more gay one of the safest places that i feel gay is at one of your favorite places to eat which is the olive garden now i want to say that one of my newest favorite things is to take an edible and then go to either ihop or the olive garden is this something that you have always been into in terms of the um what do we call ihop the ihops and olive gardens of the country is that like they're like um chain restaurants but i feel like olive garden was like originally branded as kind of more of a like not a high end but like a like a luxury dining experience, but like a mass market luxury dining, right? Like a cheesecake, like a cheesecake factory or like, I think Red Lobster is supposed to be that too, right? I've never been to Red Lobster. I've been to Red Lobster once. And? And my favorite thing was the key lime pie. Oh, shit. I I do like a key lime pie. I was really disappointed that it wasn't the lobster. (laughs) Really (laughs) saddened by that. But I emailed Red Lobster, like, where do you get your key lime pie? <laughs> I was really feeling that key lime pie. It was did like, they respond? They did. They were like, unfortunately, we have to keep our vendors private. Shut up, <laughs> Confidential. But they did give me coupons. Stop. So I okay. encourage everyone to email Red Lobster. <laughs> I encourage everyone to email their favorite mass restaurants in America. We should try that for Olive Garden. I bet. <gasps> I bet. I bet. I bet. If we ask. Something maybe about the breadsticks. I was going to say, they how might. much can more can they do in, in addition to unlimited? <laughs> <laughs> right. They're like, sweetheart, we've given you all that we have. We're 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 scraping the bottom of the barrel for that dough. And you want? Do you want the barrel? I'll say yeah if it says Olive Garden. Yeah, if it has Alfredo sauce in it, sure. <laughs> give it to me. Sweetheart, give me the Alfredo sauce, a barrel, and a spoon. I, you know what? I If I email IHOP, I think what I want from them is a, a coupon for a free funny face. Did you ever get funny faces Ooh. when you were a kid? It's I never. The pancake. No, I know what it is. The pancake oh. with the whipped cream and I just mansplained funny face to you. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's At least you didn't mansplain funny girl. That would be... Can you imagine? <laughs> imagine having to explain the Leah Michelle funny girl drama to... <laughs> From funny face to funny girl, that is going to be the IHOP funny girl brand collaboration of the century. Are you joking? Leave Michelle on roller skates with a stack of (laughs) pancakes. Don't tell. Wait. Oh, yeah. It's gonna rain on my... And then she gets whipped cream out. (laughs) She spells out parade, but it's all spelled wrong. Puck. Oh. Is making fun of someone who can't read ableist? I the jury's still out. <laughs> the jury's still out, and um, I'm about to find out if I'm canceled. <laughs> Although I do think that it's been played out, but I think that we elevated it by talking about her uh, doing an IHOP collab, and I think that that's on IHOP. That's next move for them. Your move, IHOP. Is that the episode title? We'll find out. Um, but I'm glad that you find sanctuary and peace at an Olive Garden because I feel like carbs with gay men, unlimited access to them, that is, that's a scary place. It can be scary, but I find that my favorite 
And in fact, all my friendships and relationships, gay or otherwise, if we place fear, anguish, devastation around unlimited breadsticks, then I don't think we have much to talk about. No, yeah, that's just like not a world I want to live in either. Absolutely not. I think that's probably why I don't live in West Hollywood, because I enjoy hanging out there when the time calls, but I will go to IHOP or I will go to Cheesecake Factory and read every fucking page of that menu. I love reading it. Like I've never read it before. Like I know. <laughs> and and I, I I will be honest, I have not been to Cheesecake Factory in a minute, but I think I think it's it's time. I also like a red robin. <laughs> Is that okay to say? Wow, I love this. I love that you're sharing um, and getting to know so much about you. I feel like, did you hang out in the mall a lot? Like as a yes. teen, you were a yes. mall teen. Yeah. I was a mall teen. I was, um, I actually was at the mall recently with a friend who was in town and we saw the, what the fuck is the cookie place at all the malls? Oh, the, um, an- it's like red and white. It's 100%. like Annie's or something. We're going to find it on five. Auntie seconds. Amps? No. Oh my Isn't god! Is it from Wizard of Oz? Um, Mrs. Fields. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Fields. Mrs. Fields cookies. I would go. I think my mom, uh, in a way that was beautiful and also t- tragic, gave me my sugar addiction because every time we would go to the mall, we would go to Mrs. Fields and like, can I get two? Just like they had the gooeyest, chocolatiest cookies. I would, of course, get panda. When I had my first Panda Express rice bowl with the chicken and the veggies you were transported I, you were I like i will God. never forget the time i had a saboro pizza slice in <laughs> Bitch, the food a court oh my god <laughs> yeah there's something magical about a, a mall food court i love that you have such sense memory with food at i the do mall. i can literally see the automatic trash can opening for the first time i'm like all of 11 years old i'm like what will they think of next <laughs> <laughs> I I was a real I loved Claire's. I of loved Claire's you at the did. mall. I, I wanted to go in, but I couldn't because I was um, It was a different time but and place. It was a different time. But Claire's for you. Are were are you a girl that like are you decked out? I was like, not decked out. My sister was more decked out. I just it seemed very it was time consuming. I wasn't very good at it, you know. Good I would, at what? I would, uh like, you know, putting the clips in and doing a sure. braid and like sure doing the whole production to get fully limited to you know yeah oh my god limited to <laughs> limited yeah. to but i definitely it was a nail polish girl i had i had a so i had bought tommy girl but it was like a gift set so it came with like a complimentary like tin yes, <laughs> so i did. put all of my nail polishes in that all of my like uh, 237 polishes <laughs> with every glitter color combination. Oh. I took, I would take that on vacation. Like you can tell this is pre 9 11 because that's like highly flammable. <laughs> it's just <laughs> gallons of liquid too. Just taking it on vacation. My dad's like, what the fuck is in your bag? And I was like, oh yeah, we're <laughs> here for seven days. I need all of this. Like, what if I, it's yeah, my what jewels. If I need... <laughs> and you're like, dad, can we put it in the safe? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i should have asked him <laughs> it's worth a grand total of 8.95 <laughs> not to drag your gorgeous nail polish but wait you do have an amazing bit about having long nails during your first hookup with a girl and you still made her come i'm snapping we did it we did it look at us achieving believing in achieving 
Listen, I'll tell you what they'll think of next after automatic trash cans. It's Danielle flicking that bean with a nailly glean, beach. <laughs> clink, clink. Clink, clink. Um, I'm like, is, is that... can you hear that? Oh, I can hear that. <laughs> so- that was the sound of nails. Is it um something that you have to be really cognizant of is nail length? Um, yeah. Well, because like I use a wheelchair, a manual wheelchair, so mm-hmm. they can't get too long where I cannot like physically move myself. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. You're like you're like beauty equals pain, but to what degree? Truly, yeah. It's like it's not not so much pain that like one rips off, you know. <laughs> That's Jesus too much H. pain. But no, I get gel X, a gel extensions, and they work very well. But yeah, I just have to make sure they're not too long that I can't that they get stuck in the spokes. Sure, sure, sure. Not a spoke moment. Do you um circling back to the the type question, are you currently single? I am. Okay, so can you match make me? Yes. Are okay. you kidding? I will yenta all over you. So right. with consent. So um I first before I yenta you, I just want to give a shout out because this is on top of mind that someone reached out that is a handsome bear type guy in Los Angeles who likes all men but also has a pension for Jewish people. I don't think he is fetishizing us, so everyone calm down. But if you are into a handsome, sweet Barry LA man hit me up and I will work my magic. That is my first matchmaking segment. However, I love that. Danielle, you are into people, but you go into a bar. Is there a quality like obviously you like funny people? Is there like a god, a queer person who just like I'm so so excited. I have more opportunity to set you up because you are equal opportunity. Is there something physically that you tend to be drawn to in any element of a physical person? For sure. Um, I think physically, I'm really attracted to more of a bear type. Mm. If like they're a man, you know, and a woman too, Mm. a person. But I think like mask but soft if that makes sense do you know what i mean it does make sense yeah i'm saying so i want to find a sweet but you know what i'm picturing them right now i'm picturing the sweetest bluest eyes tall stature maybe a beard if it's a man and they're a little shy at first but the second they get one whiskey drink in them they walk over to you and they ask you about the shirt you're wearing. They're like, I swear to God, my sister has one similar. And I just like, and it turns out he has a sister that he loves. They're so close. Oh. And then um, you're sucking face all of 15 minutes later. Perfect. Love that. Love sucking face in a bar. If this sounds like something you would enjoy, <laughs> contact me at 1-800-YENTA for free. Uh, it's only for free for now. If I'm successful, I will charge out the asshole. Oh, yeah. You're going to give Patty a run for her money. Patty Stinger who? God. Although <laughs> she does look great. Just, I mean, speaking of LA monstrosity, she looks gorgeous. Okay. I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press On Manny's and Impress Press On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Um, okay, speaking of looking gorgeous, I need to ask you the next famous podcast question, which is, Danielle Perez, if the world was ending, you could only save one character actress, who would you save? You know what? It is... I feel like this is controversial. Mm, I can't wait. Because I feel like she hasn't really done a lot recently. But I think that's why we need to save her. Now more than ever. Julianne Moore. <sighs> Do you know what I'm saying? I know what you're <laughs> saying. And Julianne Moore is a character actress that, of course, has worked in such big movies and is so successful. But I do find in a gay conversation, she doesn't come up as near the top of the list as she should be. She and should. you are That's doing the, the Lord's work. It's like Tom Ford knew, you know? Like <laughs> There's what's the movie that is super gay? The gay movie of gay movies, The Kids Are All Right. Did you see that one? Yes, yes, yes. Hernan at Benning. Oh, my God. I did not watch it when it first came out. Maybe because I'm self-hating. I don't remember why. But when I saw this movie and, and like, just the whole Annette Benning, Julianne Moore, Mark Ruffalo-ness of it all, to see Julianne Moore <laughs> be a fucking gay-ass woman. Be gay and be like, I have a... It's like, you know, totally... I'm making jewelry now. It's like, I guess this is my business. And it's like... <laughs> I mean, come on. I love that. I do love seeing it's like, it's not just for straight people, too. <laughs> for one partner to just be a little aimless and fully supported and turning their hobbies into well, a profession. That's exactly <laughs> why I think that the longer we get into history with like art being made, the less it has to be like, well, it's this type of gay story, this type of queer story, this type of lesbian, this type of straight, because like everyone's bad, right? Or yeah. everyone's doing the same cringy things. And so that's how you, in fact, that's how you know you were not an an ist or you don't have ism in you is if you know in the bottom of your soul that yes everyone should be treated equally because we're all equally terrible yeah we're all messed up we're all fucked up we all do horrible things we're all horrible to each other 
Exactly. But I I do think that Julianne Moore should be saved. And dare I say, if the world was ending, she would fend for herself very well. She would she would survive. She's she would scrappy. survive because she would use different accents to um, make people think that she's from Boston. Doesn't she have like a really thick Boston accent or something? What? A- IRL? No. No, no, no. In, in a movie that she did, she had a really – like a silly movie. I'm not going to pe- be able to come up with it right now. But oh um, she she is the mother I never had. This is, Like what is that Oprah quote? She is just – Oh, Moore. she's the sister I never had. The, yes. The best friend oh. I always wanted. Or- Do you know where she was born? Where was she born? In the Midwest? North Carolina. Oh, she's a southern girl. And her mother is from Scotland. Okay. We're understanding the fair isle. And her dad is from New Jersey. Yeah. Wow. That's an interesting combination. God, it's good. God, Julianne Moore is good. Wow. Great answer. I love Julianne Moore. Um, Speaking of famous people, you have said in some of your comedy a few years ago that you went to high school with Meghan Markle. I did. Now, you lamented that she became royalty and landed the lead in the High School Musical. Um, Can you tell me, as a theater gay myself, what is the tea? (laughs) You know, Meghan Markle really, you know, she famously was an actor before she became a princess. (laughs) Sure was. (laughs) And um, so she was very active in the school theater community. She was the lead in the pajama game. <gasps> sure she was. Of course she was. How how did she do? You can be honest. She was fine. I mean, it was high school. Everyone was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Except in like one high school in one random New Jersey town, you have like the most talented fucking Broadway bitch that gets cast in Miss Saigon at oh. 17 or 18. Yes, I'm talking about Ava Noblezada. But no, there's always... Not at my school. I mean, like, not at my school. There wasn't like... I. I'm realizing right now with the person I'm talking about in my life. I went to high school. So I'm from St. Louis and I would go to this theater conference and Taylor Louderman was, um, we did shows together and she was in Mean Girls on Broadway, Peter Pan on NBC. She uh, is on Keenan on NBC. She. Yeah. She's like legit, legit. Bring it on on Broadway. And when we were like 16 or 17, she did this, her voice teacher did some kind of like class in front of all these people. And they had Taylor sing like an example thing. And I was like, who the fuck? She was from like random Missouri town. And she was just just like beautiful, blonde, blue eyed girl that was belting her tits off. And I was like, if this girl's not famous tomorrow, and of course, she went to University of Michigan for college. And like after her freshman year got plucked out to do the bring it on tour and then went to Broadway. So that randomly happens. But apparently Meghan Markle was not that girl. Well, I think I just don't think anyone was like, oh, my God, and they moved the heavens. Do you know what I mean? I don't. Of course. Also, she is not a musical theater girl. Do you know what also, I mean? Not to shade the pajama game, but I don't think you're going to walk out and be like, God. I was I moved. Think. I was moved <laughs> by the pajamas and the games. Um, what were the other What were the other theater shows you did? Um, okay, there was Pajama Game, Sweet Charity. Um, was Megan Charity? <laughs> no, she wasn't. Actually, oh my God. Okay, so there was this one girl in high school. So I you know, grew up in LA. So LA County High School for the Arts, LOXA, was like the fame school in LA. Sure. And so there was like this one girl. So like her freshman year, she like wanted, like she was good enough to be like a lead, but she was a freshman. So she wasn't a lead. 
Oh, shit. Because it was like, oh, this girl's really got it, right? Mm-hmm. And then sophomore year, she got the lead because it was going to be her last year because she's going to Loxa. Guess who came back senior year? This girl? Mm-hmm. Because it's what? like, ooh, top of the food chain. <gasps> At our school, but then you go to Loxa and it's... <laughs> Not the same game, honey. Wait. So what was what was? What, and now did she I land think she's like a personal year? trainer. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. <laughs> People love her at Soul Cycle. Do you remember what the show was that she landed the lead in her sophomore year? That was Sweet Charity. Of course, it was Sweet Charity. And then she came back senior year. Did she also land the lead? Um. Oh my Watch god. Watch them do like a completely like they did Newsies. <laughs> <All> the- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I truly and wow. Oh my god! I truly cannot remember what. It was senior year. Just, That's okay. I'm There's, like, you probably, you probably I was so checked out, like senior year. Of Senioritis. Do you remember that? Oh my god. I'm sorry. Yeah, we had senior. I'm a fucking I, senior. I could not. Ca- oh god. We took. I mean, I we all said it. We all and we took ourselves. I I still think that at times I take we can take ourselves too seriously, especially when you're when you're a senior in high school. Oh my god, a senior in high school, you think like you it's so lol to think about like a 20-year-old or like an 18 teenagers are truly wild because they really think they have everything figured out. <laughs> They're so close to being adults and like they think they are adults and then like they turn 18 and then are like 18 to 25 and they are like technically adults so they're even more insufferable because you are an adult but you're a fucking idiot (laughs) idiot and then you and then you watch them walk around the like college quad and you see a bunch of 11 year olds just like like with a backpack thinking that they're hot shit and it's like you are about to be that girl that went to laksa and came in like and realized that you were not the top of the food chain. Not the okay? top of the food chain. You are not booking charity next year. You're going to be Ensemble 84th member. And you're going to realize that rehearsals are really long and hard. I'm trying to make an analogy about how life is like um, high school musicals. But seriously, we I, I, I think my, my least favorite quality in someone, as in like now a 33-year-old, is someone who takes himself too seriously. You can't. It's life is like, it's just, it's going to be so painful for you. It, and it also really painful is. for everyone around you, frankly. I was going to say, it's like, it, it's so clear the way that people treat you based on their own issues yeah. with themselves in the world. And I was telling someone the other day that while me talking about moving to LA is quite obnoxious because it's it's been a full calendar year, but I'm noticing just in this chapter of my life, meeting new people, you instantly can tell when someone wants to have a genuine connection with you versus they are treating you based on how much they hate themselves or the world. Mm -hmm. And I've truly only met a few people like that here. Like, here's an example. I was talking, I'm going to keep it very vague because Mm. I don't want anyone to know Mm. who I'm talking about, but I was also DM. If you think you know who this person is. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. DM if you think you know, yeah, please. Um, But they were talking and then I, added to the conversation and then they immediately said that what i was saying was boring (laughs) or they were like oh this should be good and i was like oh okay wow that is so bold and brazen it's like do you know me brazen do you know me sweetie this this story i'm telling has a beginning middle and And end and uh 
We're giving you character arcs. Hello. I'm going to be a new person by the time the story has finished. There are recurring guests in this. I mean, that's that's so rude. Like, rude I feel like you can rude. only talk to people, like, the only people you can talk to like that are, like, your family. Exactly. <laughs> your family are, like, best friends, you know? Like- exactly. And that's, like, why my friend said that I'm not trying to be, you know chris evans for this photo shoot i and i i was like you're saying this because you love me and you know like i like but if this person who i'm talking about said that to me I'd be like fuck you oh <laughs> like, yeah no it's like who, how dare you how it, it, wow that's actually a very good point it's all about you need to read the room and it's all about perspective vote like sounds like they have the same affliction as lee michelle they can't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like, you know, full circle, and talk about a character arc. Back to Leah Michelle. All roads. This lead. episode was brought to you by IHOP. <laughs> um, well, listen, I I want to ask you a question before we say goodbye that I did not prep you on, which is Danielle Perez. What is the best Whoopi Goldberg film? Oh my God, Karina, Karina. <gasps> you did not have to think for a second. Yes. Can you give me the elevator pitch? Because not a many, not a lot of people say Karina Karina. And I'm not saying that you're I'm saying your answer is stunning, but can you tell me why it is for you? People don't fuck with Karina Karina. Okay, I get it. Sister Act, Sister Act 2. Classics. We love. We love Lauren Hill. We love Anand does wild things, and it's whoopee of all people. <laughs> We love saving the rec center, the church, the children, yes, all of that. Too. Yes, we do. The thing about Karina Karina that's like wonderful is that like it is just a real and granted, oh God, now the more I think about it, I'm like, is this problematic in the way the help is problematic? But, oh, <laughs> but Karina Karina is really, you know why I love Karina Karina? There's a scene in Karina Karina where she... Whoopi Goldberg is like basically the housekeeper nanny mm-hmm, for this mm-hmm. man. I think his wife dies or, you know, that's the only acceptable way for a man to be single and still um, lovable, right? <laughs> his wife had to die. So, you know, the little girl is sad. She misses her mom and Karina is there and like loves her and takes care of her. Um, but there's this really beautiful scene. I don't. I just have it like burned in my brain of the little girl going through the car wash with Karina and seeing all the colors of the different soap and seeing Mm -hmm. it like wash, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and how exciting it was for that little girl and how she just was like, oh my God, this is like something fun and new and different. And she like, for her birthday, her grandparents ask her what she wants to do, and she makes them take her to the car wash, oh. <laughs> so that she could experience that. And it's like, you know, obviously the grandparents don't get it, but it's like, I think like that's the thing that Karina Karina is like supposed to be about. It's like this woman is unexpected and like showing you joy at like kind of different, special, more simple things. And mm, I have not seen Karina Karina in so long, and I love to be reminded of Whoopi's catalog because she has a vast one. She really does, and I I pray every day that. Sister Act 3 is made, that it is good, and that Whoopi is on camera more, in addition to The View. Yes. Amen. 
Well, Danielle, thank you so much for coming on That's a Gay Ass Podcast. Can you please tell our gorgeous listeners where to follow you? Follow me at Diva Deluxe, no E at the end, on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and check me out on the latest seasons of Russian Doll and Curb Your Enthusiasm. So. Hell fucking yes. You're a goddamn star, and I will maybe see you out in the devastating LA air with a mask on. Yes, I would love that. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you would like to be match made, send me a DM. Tell me what your type is, where you live, and I don't know, maybe what character actress you would save. That will be all I need to set you into a night of passion and penetration, if that is your thing. I'm at Eric Wills on Instagram. Follow me. Follow Danielle. And if you like this episode, I don't know, tell a friend. We'll see you next week. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.